What's up, everybody? It's not another time, a little water radio. It's the day after the Super Bowl. The NFL is finished for a year. Well, at least until maybe another month. And then it's the offseason. Then it's free agency and trades. And then there's the draft. Oh, I can't wait. Can't wait to talk to Chris about it for a couple shows. It's going to be so exciting. Um, I'm K. Chris. I'm in the studio. C. Chris is on location in the mountains of Vermont somewhere. An undisclosed location. He cannot be found, but he can be heard. And he will be heard shortly, I believe. He, uh, he should be calling in sometime soon. I don't know when, and I'm not sure how. Uh, I'm, I'm expecting him to call. I gave him the number to call in, the hotline. But I don't know um, if I'm going to be able to tell. Last time we had problems with that, I'm just realizing. But we'll continue on, carry on, until he calls in. How many people watched the Super Bowl yesterday? I don't know if Chris did. He was skiing. I think he watched a little bit of it, though. We were texting a little bit. I watched it. About a hundred million other people watched it, too. Actually, a little over a hundred million people. But hey, NFL's failing, though, right? Football. Nobody wants to watch it. People can't stand it anymore. Uh, I assume Chris and I will talk about we'll talk about the game. So lucky for those of you who you know, want to hear about that. And maybe we'll talk about some other things. I got a, I got a thing I want to talk to Chris about. And I got to ask him, I got some questions for him. And only he has the answers, I believe. Uh, Chris, are you there, by the way? Nope. Okay. Never mind. Um, I guess he doesn't want to call in uh, right away. I'm just going to text him, make sure he might be waiting. He might be waiting for my signal. All right. Uh, I want to talk about something. Something stupid. Something there's a, there's a stupid tradition going on in this, in this country. And it happened last week. <laughs> and um, I want to talk about it. I'm going to clear the air. I hate it. Chris, do you know what I'm talking yes. about? Yes. What am I talking about? Rollerblading. <laughs> that. It's and it's fucking dumb. How come people don't know the rollerblading is stupid? I thought it was gone, and now it's back. It's, is that it? it was a cl- that's a close second, actually. It's a so close. Okay. That's like 1A and 1G. Okay. Yeah. What's 1A? What the hell? What the hell is Groundhog's Day, and why do we still like pay attention to it? Why is Groundhog's Day? It's a stupid vermin, wild animal that comes out of a cage, and people determine whether he's seen a shadow or not. But, but, but that doesn't determine anything. Exactly. 
Crown Hogs. That's a really good question. What's that? I go back to like when people were bored a lot more. Like we need more. There were some that they do on days. So they're like, let's have a groundhog day. Fine. There used to be a lot more days off. Yeah, I, that I get. That's fine. But why? Why are we still doing it then? Well, why do we do anything? Why do we celebrate two presidents' birthdays and no other presidents' birthdays? Exactly. Those two great presidents. There hasn't been a good president since goddamn Abraham Lincoln. Well, has there? Sure. Who? What about uh, Lyndon Johnson? He's good. <laughs> well, actually, all right, I got one for you. Why is Teddy Roosevelt on Mount Rushmore, but then he, we don't celebrate his birthday then? Why is fucking Benjamin Franklin on money? Yeah, exactly. He's not a fucking president. Old white dudes, man, I tell you. Well, I think that... <laughs> I think it's fucking fucking Tony Phil is an old white dude. He's it's, it's he's an old white dude tradition. Old, I'll tell you that it's much. It's an old white dude tradition. Whenever I think of Groundhog Day, I think of the guy from Groundhog Day, that like that raspy voice actor, like doing the like Puffy Tony film thing, where he's like, "And on this day, please <laughs> celebrate." <laughs> and he grabs the guy. It'd be cuter if it was a dog. Yeah, or something. Or like a... Or a dolphin? Maybe, yeah. If a dolphin <laughs> and why? And why is there competing groundhogs now? Why, I'm, like, growing up, I was always like this punk's oh, Tony Phil one. There's Staten Island one. Yeah. And there's like four or five others I saw, too. They're all trying to compete. And they're all different. Everyone has like a different thing that happened to them. Well, didn't one of them bite, like... Yeah, one of them bit a dude. One of them saw a shadow. One of them didn't see the shadow. Like, one of them ran wild through the crowd. Like, I don't... I, like, what the... What the hell? Well, think about how stupid it is. Groundhog Day really rolls off the top, right? Mm-hmm. But think about Dolphin Day. That sounds weird. Ah, oh, it sounds way better. Fox Day. Foxy like Day? Yeah. Foxy Day. Foxy, yes. Foxy Friday. Foxy Friday. <laughs> Do it every Friday. Did he see the shadow? I guess we're going to have three more days. <laughs> Did he steal the chickens? Did he? Is it springtime? <laughs> Foxy Friday. I think it is. I think it is. Like, why is it? Why are we relying on a stupid fucking animal to tell us whether it's going to be spring or not? Because we don't. No one decides. It doesn't decide anything. Well, I think that's, people that's still cool. believe in this, though. They still look at when this I as was like a, a kid. When I was a kid, I'd be like, "Oh, the groundhog day didn't see a shadow, or whatever." Yeah. They didn't see a shadow. They get scared. I'd be like, "Fuck!" That means more focus. I get mad as a little kid. Like, it meant something. Mm-hmm. Right. And I realized it means nothing. It I, feels like. For real, and a groundhog decided like whether or not you like got out of school early. Like that'd be cool. Yeah, but I think I think I think there's something to that. Like the the people who don't believe in like global warming and all that stuff, I think they still believe in in Groundhog's Day. They don't believe in it. I think right. they do. I think there's people out there who still rely and think it's something to to hold on to. Wait, was it Groundhog's Day already? It was the last week. It was like that. It's like the first or second of February. Wait, so they're trying to tell us it's spring already? No, I think he... I don't know. I don't know, because one of them saw it shadow, which I think means spring is longer coming. Winter. Right, or no, longer winter. I don't even know winter. anymore. But the other one didn't well, see its shadow, so then it's completely opposite. If it's shadow, that means it's out. Right. right, yeah. But wouldn't that mean that it should... If you saw shadow, shouldn't that mean more summer? Yeah. Or less 
spring. Yeah. More spring, yeah. That's what I always think is a dumb part of it. Yeah. Right. The whole thing is just stupid and confusing. And that would mean, that means, I don't know. Anyway, so let's say, hypothetically, did he see a shadow? One of them did. Okay, let's say the one did it. Does that mean spring now? I think, he, no, it says, I think it, what I wrote down, it says, Punk's Donny Phil saw his shadow, and that equals six more weeks of winter. Okay, but if he did it, would that mean it's spring? Yes, early. Then you get an early spring. So what does that mean? That today was big deal. What? Big deal. Like what? What are we determining our our lives around any season? Yeah, I know. I don't know. I don't know why this is still like a thing. Like we, like the news, people still report on this thing, and it's like, why? Uh, why are we even like having it? Any sort of, any sort of, you know, attention to it at all? The news reports on it because it's like one of the only movies that focuses on local news. <laughs> <laughs> like Groundhog Day and that, like Stay Classy San Diego. I mean, don't <laughs> don't get me wrong. I love the movie Groundhog's Day. I think it's uh, I think it's hilarious, and I love that movie. So I guess w- without Groundhog's Day, we wouldn't have that movie. However, I think at this point in time, I think we could just why and why isn't maybe just maybe just make Punk's Donny feel like a like a digital Groundhog. You know, it's like some oh my god, Chris, that's the worst idea. That's the worst <laughs> idea I've ever heard. Just make it an app or something. Everyone oh, can just no swipe app. and see if the that's Groundhog no. just. <laughs> Ooh, who? Puck Sitani's Bill Belichick looks like a groundhog. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, he's never smiling. He always like groundhogs never look like they're smiling. They always look sad. Like, hunched over. Yeah. I asked, I asked my wife last night how much money would it take for her to fuck Bill Belichick. Wow. <laughs> there's <laughs> there's a prop bet for you. See, I want to go low, but then I feel like I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to. Exactly. Make my wife a whore. <laughs> I don't want. Two strong bullies. Two good strong bullies she fucked. <laughs> I, maybe she was swayed, though, by, by my wife's uh, pictures of strong bully yesterday, though. I don't know. Yeah, wife's pictures of most strong bullies are so good. They were amazing. She's back, baby. I think it's because we weren't there. I the think right it is. Uh huh. The right team won because we weren't there. So for all of our listeners that don't know, Chris and I always, always watch the Super Bowl together. Yes. And this year we did because we booked the ski vacation on Super Bowl Sunday, not thinking it was Super Bowl Sunday. Yeah, but that's okay. I mean, no, I, I'm sure you'd rather be up there for the weekend than than watching the Super Bowl. Dude, Chris, the snow's been fucking amazing. Oh my God, how sweet is the powder? Right. So sweet. The powder is so sweet, and not just the snow powder, the cocaine. Yeah. <laughs> just mounds of it. Cocaine. Mountains of cocaine. Mountains of cocaine. <laughs> We're in Vermont. We're in. We went to Okimo. We're still up here, uh, which is what I'm calling it. Yep. Uh, which is big Patriots country. Ooh, yeah, it is. It is New England after all. Apparently, mm. New England. I thought it just didn't. I thought it like only went as far as Massachusetts, but apparently. Bleeds they in. They claim it up here in Vermont, New Hampshire. Okay. 
So yesterday, getting all the jer- there's jerseys all over the mountain. Oh, people are skiing in the jerseys. Yeah, it's a, it's a thing you wear a jersey all day. That's like worse than guys like wearing it like in like around Dude. town and stuff. Well, we went skiing today. I only saw three jerseys. Two That's of them right. were hockey jerseys, and one was like a. That's right. One was like a Randall Cunningham jersey. There were no patch fans on the mountain. No, there weren't. They were, they were incognito. They were too busy crying, Chris. They were crying in this fucking long trail. That's right. Oh, Chris, it oh. was a fucking dandy of a game. Good good beer, by the way, Long Trail. You like that? I do. I enjoy them. Not a lot of them. I'll have a couple of them here and there, but I like it. Yeah, it's a good, it's a good once in a while beer. Yeah, yeah. Good Vermont beer. But boy, the best, the best thing ever, so we were on the mountain, and there's a, we have to catch a shuttle from the parking lot up to the mountain. So on the way back, the guy driving the, the shuttle, it's just a school bus, has a New England Patriots hat. And we're sitting on the bus, and a girl walks on with a, with a um, Eagles turtleneck. And he goes, what's well, the wrong shirt to be wearing in this part of the world? She goes, you're going to fucking lose. <laughs> Sit down. <laughs> the whole fucking bus erupted, dude. She's like that. You're going to fucking lose. Like, just didn't even look in his direction. Nice. Way too good for him. Like, why are you talking to me, loser? Also, I'm from Philly. Also, you're fucked. <laughs> And we just died. And he had to sit there and wait for the rest of the bus to fill up. And everyone was laughing at it. It was so cool. Yeah, Mr. Bus Driver. And then I was like, man, maybe Philly might win. Yeah. That's what I thought. If this girl knows something. Maybe she does. Maybe, maybe what like, you, what was maybe Vegas, I mean, Vegas made a new something. You know, with the over-under, um, you know. Boy, I got worked on that under. Oof. Oof. I think everybody did. That was like that. Was cooked like almost at the first half. Yeah. Oh yeah. Easily. I mean, there was one dude who bet three million on the Eagles. I think I don't know. It was just before the game or early yesterday or or Saturday or not. But dude laid down three mil on the Eagles. Well, the Eagles felt like a good pick. Yeah. Although two touchdowns that weren't touchdowns any other time of the year. Sure did help him out. Well, that's true. Chris, give me your assessment of the game. I wanna, I wanna know what your thoughts were. All I'm gonna say is the the calls went the Eagles' way for the most part in the game, or almost completely the Eagles' way in the game. I wouldn't say all completely. Almost completely. Uh, so were more more penalties for for the Patriots. I thought there was a a shitty third down hold that led to a Patriots. Touchdown. Yeah, that could have gone either way. That was, and and also I thought Clement got pass interfered on that two point conversion so insanely. Yeah, I mean he pushed him. He pushed him. Look at him and pushed him before he. Gave oh, him that was. Oh, yeah, he had his hands all over him. I think that was the one. I think it was in the on the like in the corner, on the yeah, sidelines. Yeah. Yeah. Besides those two calls, it was pretty fair. And then if you take those two calls and match them against what. Was a Jesse James play almost to a T? Mm. What's the difference? Did he ran more? Yeah, he ran more. Yeah. Yeah. I guess so. I guess, I mean, technically Jesse James yeah. like was falling to the ground after as he caught the ball or whatever. So it's like he didn't. I don't even know if did he take any steps. I don't remember. But uh, no, he kind of just turned. Yeah, I think he turned a little bit. Yeah. So I mean, that one's. I mean, everyone wants to compare those two, but they're not quite similar enough for me to like. I mean, Wait, I. 
I, what about the Clement catch in the back of the end? Zone? See, see, that's okay. That's my whole thing. That whole that one to me is where everyone's complaining mm. about that one. And just because the ball moves a little bit, I mean, doesn't mean he doesn't have possession of it. Like the ball moves all the time in people's possessions, whether they're trying to start running or they're trying to switch right. hand, switch hands right. so to protect the he ball. Also, he also had two hands on it, got two feet down, and then it moved. Yeah. So, so in the end zone, that's like that'd be like him like catching it. And then, like, falling out of bounds. Like, to me, there's no difference. Right. The only thing I would say is, all year long, that's not a catch. Yes. You're right. And then, and then I think the examples they used on that one that would happen, like, there was one in the Buffalo game, I think, against New England. Yes. Right. Like Buffalo right. Yeah. I mean, and that's, and that's, you know, that was the old Calvin Johnson catch, you know, and, like, all yeah. these stupid things. I, to me, this thing all, this, this just needs to be simplified. You get two feet down in the end zone, it's a catch, it's a touchdown. Like just just scale all this back. This I is mean, the problem. Is now that we're dissecting how how much the ball is moving and bobbling, and now that that this is where we're getting to the minutia of this stuff, and where replay is this is what replay is, is doing badly. Is it's it's dissecting too much of the of the play. Absolutely. Also, I don't think Goodell could have survived um, oh. that Earth catch coming back or on top of and the Clements basically getting put to sleep. Yeah. Oh gosh, yeah. yeah. I mean, that was too much exposure for the NFL. Yeah. If somebody gets knocked the fuck out on in the Super Bowl. It's a bad look. If the Patriots and to have yeah to have a game-winning Super touchdown get called back on top of that, yeah, it would have been it would have been bad, bad, bad for the NFL. It would have been bad. It would have been a bad look. It would have been. I mean, it would have been a bad storyline. That's how the Patriots won again. They can't I don't think they can ever call pass interference on that. Those guys are always like pushing and shoving. I think that's the one play that's probably safest never to get sort of called or, or interfered with a refs by a call on that one because they, they sort of know the the nature of that play. It's just you throw Gronk, it up. Gronk was going for it though. That Gronk was even trying to catch that ball. He yeah, but so are the defensive players, you know, and there's I mean no, they're all no, piled no, together no, and jostling and pushing Gronk, each other. Gronk, but Gronk was trying to get a pass interference. Did you watch that play again? He's not trying to get the ball. Yeah. Well, he did you trying to fall down? Did you see him before that? Before he got to the end zone, even they showed the up close of him, and he just took he forearm shivved the guy. Yeah. Out of his way, and I was like, "That's is that not offensive pass interference?" Then, like, I don't you know. So it's like whatever. I I don't know. I'm I'm just glad the Eagles actually won with with all these potential controversies looming. Um. And I and I even texted you yesterday. Maybe you and I could have a conversation about maybe this whole thing about. Patriots getting all the calls from the season into the playoffs to set them up to lose in the Super Bowl is is sort of a is sort of an interesting theory potentially oh of Oh my god, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Are you saying that they they set the Patriots up to be at the biggest possible scenario? Yes. Is is that not the is that not the perfect storyline and ratings bonanza? is to get the Patriots in the Super Bowl, everyone talking and focusing on the Patriots winning a sixth with Brady and Belichick and then losing and, and letting the calls go the Eagles' way. I mean, this is that's a that's a pretty big... I think that's a pretty big... It's pretty uh, crazy. I love it. I love it. Right. And it falls into your idea. You're like, there's some conspiracy. <laughs> they all come to Tom Brady. I'm a little late before me. No, I tell you, your version of conspiracy world. I don't buy it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, I'm kidding. I don't. I mean, I don't actually think it is. But, but 
I think it's a little more likely in that scenario than actually just the the, the Patriots, you know, being the love of but, of the of the NFL. Good. I was like, I was prepared for both Clements touchdown to be called back and Urgent yes. touchdown to be called back, and they weren't. Yep. I think that was, I think that, like, it felt good to just watch. And, and the other thing was, like, the, the Doug Peterson keeping the fucking pedal to the gas. Yep. Like, even on those, even on, like, when they were in the zone, they still were pressuring Brady. Brady was still, like, yep. not getting his, his read. Yep. And, uh, that's what you have to do. You just gotta. You can't just give them all. Attack. Day. You gotta keep attacking. He's still threw for five hundred fucking yards. Like that's insane. But Which, that's, I mean, but so did Hunterberg against the Jags. Like, I mean, that's not that uncommon anymore. To me, what was truly impressive is that he only hit white receivers. <laughs> <laughs> well, he didn't. I don't think he had any black receivers I left. Know. <laughs> I know. I know. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> you look at the top three receivers. Edelman, Hogan, and fucking Gronkowski. Yeah. Asinine. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Amandola, I think, well, wasn't he? Uh, or no, it was Amandola, not Edelman. Am- yeah. Amandola's always there in our heart. Right. <laughs> no, it was oh, is he man. injured? He's the one that's the injured. Only, only white running back in the league. <laughs> yeah, <he can't> <laughs> uh, so fucking weird. Um, do you, so let me, let me ask you a couple hypotheticals. Sure. If the Patriots won... Who's the MVP? Oh, it's Brady. Even with Gronkowski with two touchdowns plus and 100 plus yards? Yeah, because Brady threw for 500 yards, three touchdowns, no interceptions. Like, um, there was something about him throwing for 500 yards is, is like a, uh, I don't know if it's a new Super Bowl record or maybe just uh, personal best or something like that. But he, he quietly had, I mean, he had this weird game. He didn't look good, but he, he put up some stats. Well, he sure is not a receiver. That's for sure. Yeah, that must have stung. They fucking you missed that catch, but then have the other team's quarterback make a catch <laughs> like that. You know, I mean, it's going to show how slow that dude is. Oh. Like, he's insanely slow. And not really I athletic. I don't think you can ever call him athletic. If he caught that ball, do you think he gets a touchdown? I don't think he can even make it to the end zone. No, I, I don't. I think he makes it five yards or something, maybe. I, I don't think. I think Maybe Most ten yards. Get a touchdown there. Brady not only could catch it, but also wouldn't have made the end zone. I'll tell you one thing: if Jimmy Garoppolo yeah, would have caught that and scored a touchdown, fuck yes, <laughs> this is true. <laughs> Fucking Steve Grogan would have caught that and scored a touchdown. <laughs> I think Joe Namath now could have caught caught that and scored Seriously, a touchdown. Dude, that was bad. <laughs> the old, the old Brady, the old Brady was bad. Like that fucking, he didn't like that pass to the end zone. Wasn't great, like that Hail Mary. But not because he took too much time off. His fumble looked bad. Yeah. He, there were some plays where he looked like bad. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, totally. Bad. Which I was, I was surprised. Like even like I think it was halfway through the second quarter or something, and they put up like stats or something for both teams, and the Patriots were far had way more stats than the Eagles did at that point, even though they were losing by a lot. Still, and I was like, "Wait, what's going on here? Like, why does the Patriots have all these yards all of a sudden? Like, what? Yeah, it was I, it was a I weird game for them. They couldn't score. Like, they couldn't. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Well, also, like the weird things that like the the um, those logos on the field kept fucking up the kickers, and it also makes the the, um, the players were falling down in it. So that was a weird little element to the game. Yeah. I mean, Goskowski missing a field goal, although and an after. He kicked the fucking ball basically standing still. 
and almost and he still hits the upright. Like, yeah. That dude is so good at kicking. Mm-hmm. Like the ball was basically like he basically kicked a basketball. Yeah. Standing still. Yeah. It almost went in. Exactly. I thought it was going in, and I couldn't believe it actually hit the post. I, I was like, what? The, what? He, you know. I, know. I don't and know. And then this, and this extra point, which won me uh, my, my first ever box in the history of all Super Bowl Yeah. Boxes. If it wasn't for that miss, I had three and three and nine, Chris. I Oof. had three and nine. And this is not like betting boxes and not part of the not for nothing thing I wouldn't recommend it. It's just chance. Yeah. Good. But thank God for this PATs. Because <laughs> I didn't hit a lot on my other bet. <laughs> See? Hey, you're on to something there. I know. I did. I did. Uh, I will say, so, do you pick, do you pick the, the Patriots and the Eagles, right? You picked I picked the Eagles to cover. to cover. Yeah. Patriots to win. Yep. And yep. I picked Patriots, Patriots. Yep. And I and I uh, got well. That kind of saves your your playoff season, then, right? Well, I wouldn't say it saves it, but I I no, I was I was really <laughs> I was really bad. <laughs> My ship sunk a long time ago, so I'm just. Well, I want to thank you for talking me into the Nick Foles as MVP. Uh, right. That paid. Thank you very much. Boom. I mean, and that's I, just, but that's just a given. Yeah. But Lagar Blunt, though, I think was a was might have been a close second there. He had a hel- himself a hell of a game there. Dude, Chris Hogan was my fear because I mentioned him on the show. Yeah. Then he fucking went off. Yeah. Fucking, you better not, you little asshole. <laughs> he didn't. <laughs> he didn't. Nick he Foles did. did. He did. Great Nick Foles. Three and a half to, to one. So that was a worthwhile bet. Um, I didn't place any other goofy props. I did half time into the tie, which I missed. And uh, and the under. But I picked the Eagles to win and I got Nick Foles. So, that, so I did all right on the Super Bowl. That's right. I didn't do any Justin Timberlakes. I didn't do any Pinks. I didn't do any... I was a national anthem, none of that shit. Nah, stay away from that stuff, I think. Right. It's fun to talk about or whatever, but I, I, when it comes to betting on it, I think it's kind of silly. The only one I would have bet on that I felt good about was Justin Timberlake's shoes, which I would have got, but it wasn't enough money. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Right. If the, like, That's what we said last week. If the odds aren't good enough, don't. Don't take it. Don't take it. So, Chris, that leads us with, the, with the, I guess, the end of our, the end of the football season, right? Do you... It you is. Want to talk about the game at all? Did you have yeah. any thoughts? I, I have some. I have some sort of other takeaways from around the game. Okay. Although, let me ask yeah. you one. I, I actually got a question for you on your betting. You didn't do the um, the last two minutes of the like the the half or something. The first no. half. No. No. How, it would have hit. It would have hit. Uh, it would have got it. Um, I think maybe did the Eagles. Oh no, the last it was the last three minutes of the game. Yeah, but no, I didn't place either one of those. Okay. All right. I was a big chicken. I got, I got really I could see that. Yeah. I could see that. I could see that. And you know what? It was the right thing. It was. It was. Way to be conservative, Chris. Thank you. you got something to look forward to in your old age. Yeah, being a conservative. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I got a couple highlights for you. That of, the, of um this uh, most of this was actually after the game. Okay. Um I don't know if you were watching, but Kevin Hart 
who apparently is a big e- Eagles fan. Did not get on the stage. Yeah, got denied by the biggest bouncer dude I think I've ever seen in my life. Or or Kevin Hart is just so small, he makes that guy look like a monster. Why does Kevin Hart think he could get on that stage? I don't know. He, he thinks he's big time. He thinks he's like that big time. That's, yeah, I'm sorry, Mr. Hart. Yeah. You don't, you don't play in this game. Right. And then he apparently, and then he found his way over to like the NFL Network's uh, 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 like studio kind of uh, table there that's on the field or on the sidelines there and grabbed one of the mics and started talking to the guys like in the, the panel that they have. And then apparently he was so drunk he started swearing. No. And then realized it. And then like he basically just kind of like dropped the mic and walked away. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Bradley Cooper sit with the owner, Kevin Hart. Yeah. Yeah, why does Bradley Cooper get to sit with the owner, but Kevin Hart gets no love there? I have no idea. Mm -hmm. Also, why is Bradley Cooper... Who is Bradley Cooper? Oh, he's America's sweetheart, Chris. Is he? He's the most handsome man in America. He's the... He was in a bunch of movies for a while, wasn't he? Like a sniper in the war, and then he loved a woman who was crazy. That movie took place. Yeah. Why did they have fucking... Charlie, the Sweet Bee, the Mac. They were there. They were? They took pictures. The gang, they posted yeah. something about the gang the wins game. the Super Bowl. Um, three of them were Mac and uh, Sweet D, because I think they're married. Yes. And, they and Danny DeVito. I thought Danny DeVito was in a, an M&M commercial. He was in the commercial, but then he was also at the game. Wow. Yeah. Too. Yeah. So I wonder if they're going to uh, make an episode about this on It's Always Sunny in I'm Philadelphia, sure. right? They oh got to. God, sure. Probably the last year. They'll be like, we won the Super Bowl, and that's it. Right. Walk away. Uh, walk away. Walk exactly. Away. The way that, like, the fans that eat horseshit should have walked away. <laughs> Seriously. How? This is how Eagles fans celebrate? They eat poop? They just eat horse poop. They eat poop. They eat well, poop. I can understand tearing down an awning. I can understand lighting shit on fire. I mean, no. Hold on. I don't understand tearing down an awning. It's an awning over a hotel entrance, and 40 to 50 people stand on top of this thing and, and think, like, it, that thing's going to hold up on for them? Hey, the thing's made out of aluminum. I was in Pittsburgh when they beat your beloved Seahawks, and people were vandalizing all the Starbucks. Well, of course they were. Okay. That, that makes sense, Chris. Does it? Yeah. Starbucks is from Seattle. Everyone hates Starbucks. <laughs> it's symbolic, Chris. I think there's some symbolism there. So wait, so the Ritz Carlton, why would why the Ritz Carlton? Is that not a Boston chain or something? I don't I don't know. I think it's just dumb I, that like because two people I got up there at first. Why they were on the Ritz Carlton? Right. I don't know. I don't know. I think it's just randomly they just picked that thing and then everyone wants to stand up there and it's like, dude, and then it collapses. I'm. I'm surprised no one got hurt on that one. They should. Someone should have gotten I hurt. Know. I know. So they all should have got hurt. The, Did the, you see that before the game was over, they were like showing like the streets of Boston and the streets of Philadelphia. And Boston was just calm, no one on it. And the streets of Philadelphia had like all these cop cars, just like <laughs> right here. It's like, oh my god, really? What's wrong? Oh. The only two celebrations I did like that I saw videos of was one dude in Philadelphia. Um, was whatever they were in the streets or whatever he stops and proposes to his girl who is holding a 40 ounce of oldie no yes did he have a did he have a ring i think he had a ring it was hard to tell if he actually had a ring or not no. but i think he did i think he did I, either that or it was just a bottle cap for the oldie 
that's like that's almost as good as like asking your wife to marry you when you get home from being out all night so she doesn't get mad at you. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> or doing it in the stadium. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. People that fucking ask me to marry in the stadium where I live. Never tell you husband in Yankees game where the guy I went to propose, he's a super young guy, went to propose and dropped the ring. Oh. And could and freaked out and they couldn't find it. Oh. And uh and they didn't have enough time <laughs> to like go back to it. What? The game started. <laughs> and like all the players were like, What fucking happened? <laughs> No, like, no one Dude, if you if you drop the ring, you're... they played half the inning, and then all of a sudden the announcer goes, "Ladies and gentlemen, he found the ring," <laughs> and she said yes, and all the players like started clapping. That's good. The See, that's a great way to handle that because actually, if you drop the ring, you don't get any more screen time. You're done. Right. Yes, you're done. You're cut off. Like if you can't handle the pressure and the, and the and and that moment right there, and you drop a ring like that, you're done. We're not. I'm not giving you any more screen time. The funny thing was, is he dropped it, and he like kind of got mad. Like he got mad, <laughs> and like the people around him. Like, yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. You broke my ring. Come on. So it's like he just went into straight panic mode. His <laughs> version of panicking is just yelling <laughs> with anger, which I can I can respect because I do the same thing. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Believe it or not, Chris. <laughs> I I have a little trouble believing it, but I'll 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 go with you this time on it. All right, the only other one I liked, there was a picture. Fans were climbing the gates of City Hall in Philadelphia with a keg. So apparently Hold they... Oh, no, were going to go drink in City Hall? In City Hall, which is like these massive, huge gates, like at least 10 feet high, probably higher actually even. And someone was, was able, like, like passing up a keg up and over the top of the gates and going inside into City Hall to have a keg party. What's the... Uh... What's the beer of Philly? What 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 what's their thing? Ooh, their beer? I don't know. Is there one? It's gotta be like it's just sort of got icy light, <laughs> like ice house. Yeah, <laughs> but there's gotta be a beer made in Philly, right? Hmm. Is it like Union City or something? <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't know if it's a uh, if if there's a um, like a like a big known one. Somebody call in and tell us what they drink in Philly. I gotta know. I got to know what they drink in Philly. Genesee? Genesee. <laughs> it's probably just like Bud and Bud Light, you know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, because they are doing the Bud Light thing, the the promotion with the with the parade that they're giving away free yeah. Bud Lights. Yeah, like it or not, they are. They made that deal in September. And if you give every asshole that goes to the parade a beer. Heck yeah. Dilly dilly. Dilly dilly. The worst ad ever. Oh, God. I can't. Let's just stop them. Please stop him. The Bud Knight. The Bud Knight. Oh, my God. What was that? And then all of a sudden, he's in the stands? Yes. Ugh. You know what I knew Philly was going to win? <laughs> I'll tell you what I know. He showed the Eagles general manager. He's, I don't I can't remember how he rose in there. Oh, yeah. It's like tweaking. He's like, up, he's like up there, like freaking out. Yep. Yeah. There's a guy in the Eagles. He's a, he had a little scrub here. He's an Eagles fan. He made an Eagles hat. He was just like, yeah, man. He just looked so relaxed and <laughs> partying. He was like, dude. I was like, there's no way the Eagles lose. That guy is so fucking comfortable. He was like, we're not losing, bro. I was like, dude. That's what I knew they'd win. I seriously said it out loud. I was like, if that guy's that relaxed, they're going to win. Mm. And that was right after the touchdown, Tom. There's the time. 
I guess time won. Yep. Right? I think time kind of won on this one. Yeah. Tom might might I, win next year, but yeah, I don't know. I feel like I texted this to somebody. I don't know if it was you or maybe my friend Luke. But didn't it feel like Rocky Three, like Tom Brady was doing a little too much like showboating and like resting on his laurels <laughs> and Mick is like, Tom, you gotta get in the ring. Yeah. I was like, Nah, I'm gonna just have my make out with my kid on T V yeah. for a little while. I got this. It's weird. Yeah. Did you oh. feel make out with this kid? Uh, I heard something about it. I didn't actually see it, but... Yeah, I'll send you a picture of it. Great. Yeah, that's exactly what uh, I want. Yeah, just put it on your hard drive. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> 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 the guy, I mean, and then Philly felt like Clever Lang. He's like, like, you know when Rocky gets a little surprised and gets his ass kicked by Clever Lang because he's like... Just doing fake training sessions and show showboating and club the legs like in the hood being all Rocky and I knock you out. Yeah. You know, like Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. I could see that now. He was too nonchalant. He just because he he knew he could win this game at the end, I think. I mean his his, his quote at the end of the game. Was all about him going like, oh well, Phil, Philly made one great play at a, at like one key moment, and that was the difference. Uh, I, that's not true at all. Yeah, yeah. The difference was is that you fumbled the ball and didn't catch a pass. Yeah. And and also couldn't get your team up the field. Yeah. Right. Good right. chances. Yeah. That defense just kept coming. Yeah. I mean, they made it down the end zone. They kept kicking field goals. You know, and it's like, I mean, dude, Tom, like. He, yeah. yeah, he just he seemed like he just had this one in the bag, I think, or something, and, and he just wasn't. You're right. He had a he had a different kind of mentality on this one, and it and it it, it bit him in the ass, Chris. Well, Chris, here's this. Uh, you know who I'm glad I'm not a fan of next year? Who? The fucking Detroit Lions. Because <laughs> the beard of pencil, <laughs> that dude got out coached by. Mike Lombardi's all-time favorite coach. <laughs> big time. Dude, big time. I, I, got two, I got two things for you, Chris. Ed Schwartz. Ed Schwartz is on the other fucking sideline. Yeah. That's the perfect game. The guy's a fucking... They ran out of Detroit. He's fucking coaching the Super Bowl champion. <laughs> and fucking Detroit gets the goddamn bearded pencil. Right. Oh. Ooh, how is that for... Oh, that's a good one, actually. That's, um... I don't... Well, it, well... I think they're going to be 0 for 2 on defensive coordinators as head coaches then because uh, yeah. um, I don't think I don't think Schwartz is, good, is a good head coach. I think he's a great defensive coordinator. I don't think he's a good head coach. I don't even think no, he'll... no, no. You're right. Yeah. He might he might also skin uh, cast alive. He... He's going to look to him. <laughs> to quote the guy who watched the fight and went to the game with last night, he was like, Schwartz is the kind of guy that like would have been in this year, right? Like he's got, like, he's got that look about, and he's a lion fan. Yeah, he's that guy. He's got a little. He's got that crazy eye thing. Like he'll just, yep, yeah, yeah, totally. Like oh, they just chowers out. Uh, yeah, I get terrifying. Yeah. Um, one thing I want to say about the coaches, I, Matt Patricia, is he gonna have a pencil in in Detroit? Oh, probably. Like, do you think and, if he becomes a head coach, do you think he like at least trims the beard a little bit to look a little more decent? And what about fucking Josh McCallan or whatever? What's his name? Who's the other one? Why do they both have to have a costume? Oh, like, McDaniel? I'm, I'm visor guy. <laughs> and the other guy's like, 
I'm bearded pencil guy. And Belichick's like, I'm Cleveland sweatshirt guy. Why do they have to costume? Although, to be fair, t- Peterson, Peterson does wear a visor as well. But not, they all have the same, they all have looks. They look like yeah. fucking. Well, they're they a band like of brothers, the, Chris. They're, they're a band of guys who look like, like people. It looks like Silent J and Bob. <laughs> That's the fucking offensive and defensive coordinator of the Patriots are. What, what I can't figure out is is Doug Peterson just won a Super Bowl and he gets one vote for Coach of the Year. Wait, what? Doug Peterson just won a Super Bowl and he got one vote for Coach of the Year. Who was Coach of the Year? Uh, I think Sean McVay of the, uh, the Rams. Oh, he did a good job. He did a good job, but Peterson just, like, he, he uh, whatever, I don't want to get into it that hard, but. Let's not forget Carson Wentz was the MVP. Until he hurt himself. So yeah. Part of that is just the Carson Wentz. Still, that, I mean, that, the Eagles had as good, if not a better season overall, than the Rams did. Hey, Chris, you're telling me yeah. we're Eagles fans all season long. Go back and listen to the I know. Pod. I know. Every week, huge Eagles fans. Let me. We were not. We did not jump on a single vote <laughs> or, or whatever. Right. Bandwagon showboat. Yep. Right. Know. Yeah. I'm something. Let me ask. Let me. Let me. Let's end this uh, uh, pencil. Uh, Thank you, guy. I got one more thing for you on this one. Who who looked worse yesterday? Matt Patricia <laughs> for having his Patriots defense torn apart by Nick Foles, or Jeff Fisher for not being able to do anything with Nick Foles as his quarterback? Oh my God, Nick Foles. Wait, so it's Nick Foles, Kate Keenum, and Gum. What for his quarterback? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Those those were his quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. He put three playoff quarterbacks. One made it to the championship game. One won the championship mm-hmm. game. And Jeff Fisher played who? <laughs> Certainly not himself. <laughs> and Matt Patricia looked. He needs to get a better poker feed. Because when he's getting his ass kicked, he looks like a dude getting his ass kicked. Yeah, he does. You know what I mean? He gets uncomfortable and like he's like starts yeah. sweaty and like. Yeah, he was like, he's like, oh, Jesus. Yeah. And also, I never see a piece of paper come out of his pocket. And all he has is that weird, like, laminated menu. So what did he write on with the pencil? I don't know. That's a good question. That's a really good question, Chris. That's an excellent question. Yeah. Chris, I have to break some bad news to you. Oh, no. My phone's about to die. Uh Uh-oh. And I can't charge it. Why not? I talk to you at the same time. Because Apple makes a phone that only has oh, a single right. charging device and headphone device. Oh, Christ. I know. I'm just looking down. I mean, I've probably got another couple of minutes, so I mean, I don't want to leave you high and dry. I know you can close the show. I'm strong because <laughs> you're the fucking man. <laughs> Not for nothing, second school football season comes to a close. Oh, man. I want to just, just give you a quick... Applause, Chris. Oh, thank you. Thank you. We're holding it down. Thank you. Two seasons. Two seasons and after nothing football day. Yeah. That's right. And uh, and I want to thank everyone else who came, you know, to watch us play. You know, we put in played a hard show. <laughs> you know, Just took it one game at a time. Well, we took it one game at a time. Yeah. You know, yeah. The, Gave it 110%. Uh, first yeah. of all, I want to thank uh, our Lord 
gazing or oh. uh, without him knowing this would be possible. Right. I felt like those were definite prop bet lists. Yeah. Peterson, Peterson said that in a way that it felt like he had bet that prop. Yeah, he. I think. I think the uh, the Pope might have paid him uh, to say that or something. Because <laughs> went hard with it. Yeah, they all did. And then, of course, Fox News picked up on it and was like, congratulations, you Christian people or something. I don't know. It was like some stupid. Really? Yeah, they were like, oh, yeah, you know, of course, you know. Oh, my God. Ugh, it's like, come on, people. That is so gross. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Is there anything fun you want to talk about as we go into next week and the NBA season? Ooh, the NBA season. Um, yeah, you know what? Man. Here, I've been trying to watch NBA basketball. Yeah, and we went to a game together. We went to an amazing game last week. Sixers Nets. It was awesome. We had a good time. It was a good game. The Nets were scrappy, mm-hmm. and I liked them. Mm-hmm. I liked that team. I just got a call from the uh, the Nets, one of the Nets ticket guys. He was like, "Hey, did you enjoy the game last week?" And I was like, "How the f do you know?" Seriously. Yeah. Seriously, I was like, "Dude, are you stalking me? Like, leave me alone here." Yeah. Yeah. He said, like, yeah, I'd like a couple of free ones, please. Yeah, he wasn't offering those. Oh, you should say that you have a podcast, a very successful podcast. Yeah, I really didn't want to and talk to him. A radio show. I didn't really want to talk to him. <laughs> 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 okay. Anyways, you were saying? No, I'm just, uh, listen, I'm excited for the basketball season, but I, I was trying to find some stuff to talk about, even maybe for tonight or, you know, going forward. I just don't, I don't really know what to talk about for the NBA necessarily. Well, we're going to talk about, what we're going to talk about is we're going to talk about these sort of these teams that are trying to be like get to the next place. Like the Sixers, the the Timberwolves, Detroit, the, Bucks, the Pistons. <laughs> oh, I think that there's I think there's some fun happening in the East. I kind of like to focus there. But yeah, just fun part. Celtics might not be good. The Toronto's always like any team, I think could make the championship. I kind of want to start watching Indiana a little bit, actually. Yes, Oladipo. Yeah, Oladipo. Yeah, the East is fun. Yeah, but I think that that's where our focus is going to lie. Okay. Because the West, even though I did say the Timberwolves, the West, just I don't, I don't see it, dude. I I actually watched the I watched the Nuggets. I can't believe I'm admitting to this, and I can't even believe I I watched this game. But it was Nuggets, Oklahoma City the other night, and. I really like watching the Nuggets team. I don't know if they're good or not, and they can't play defense, but they sh- they killed Oklahoma City, and they're, they've got a lot of n- kind of nice little players on there. I was kind of enjoying if they can figure out how to. I like the court. I like I kind of like the court actually a little bit. <laughs> I was like, why am I watching this game? But I'm like, all right, I'm into it. I'll, you know. So you're a Nuggets fan. They even have like the, you know, it's like the like the old like 80s or 90s like computer graphics, like 3D overlays of like you know like outlines of mountains, kind of a thing, you know. Yeah. I, that they're on their they're on their pa- jersey pant, the shorts. And I was like, this is their uniforms. I'm like, this is terrible, but I, I'm I'm cool with it right now. Do what? Video game called Arknoid. Oh the yeah. Ball of bricks. Yeah, I think. Just bounce a ball up and down. Yeah. And it was. What it looks like their their logo was designed with. Yeah, like totally. Somebody just playing Arknoid. Yeah. Well, the eighties were coming back around, I guess, Chris. I guess you're right. Yeah. And you're a Nuggets fan. I can get behind that. <laughs> I can kind of. In Indiana, feel very you. <laughs> I feel like very. Yes. Crazy. Right. <laughs> <laughs> 
right. I want to say goodbye before I get cut off. All right. All right. So you got 10 minutes. You're going to hold it down. All right. God, I'm going to try here. I don't know. I'm so fucking happy that the, the Patriots lost. Ultimately, are you happy? Oh, so happy. I mean, this that good, right? this is basically what we were doing. We were betting on the Patriots, hoping they would lose, basically, is, is last <laughs> week's show. Um, no, totally happy. I'm, I'm happy this is the way the season Any ended. predictions for next, next year? Let's hear your Deactor Super Bowl prediction for next year's Super Bowl winner. <laughs> Who's it going to be? Uh, it's going to be Philly and San Diego. Okay. I'm going to say Atlanta-Pittsburgh. Whoa. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. That's my Deactor Super Bowl prediction. All right. All right. All right. All right. I'll tell you this right now. New England, they just got, they just got whooped on by the Eagles. They, they're losing their coaching staff. Maybe Gronk is retiring potentially here now. It sounds like, and they're still the favorites next year to, to for Super it's Bowl so odds. Dumb. So dumb. It's so dumb. So dumb. Although I'll tell you is this it, thing. Wait, is Aaron Hernandez coming back? I think he might be. <laughs> I think it's going to be like a hologram. <laughs> Next year's Super Bowl, we'll be Aaron Hernandez taking back up to retired Gronk. God, we're dirty. All right, I gotta go on that. All right, see you later. All right, I love you, baby. You too. Love you. Take care. All right, that was Chris. He's gone. He's done. And I got ten minutes all to myself. I'm trying. I'm going through my notes here. I'm trying to figure out what I can talk about, and I'm not really sure. I don't really want to know what I want to talk about. Um, man. <laughs> uh, kind of threw me off there a little bit, leaving me. I wasn't. I wasn't prepared. I was not prepared. Um, let's talk about. Let's talk a little more NBA stuff since we're on the topic here. I'll try to find the. Uh, I'll try to find my, a few notes here. I'll talk, I was going to talk about this with Chris, but I don't even care anymore. It's already been a couple of weeks. The one thing I did come up, I did find with, with the NBA. And I was, I was curious. I was curious about this. Um, this all, you know, the All Star Games coming up. I guess I don't. Even, this is the weird thing, right? So they they do an All Star draft. Everybody votes, picks the players who are going to play in the All-Star game. <clears throat> but then LeBron and Steph Curry are made captains, and they get, a, they get a schoolyard pick teams, basically. They just pick who they want. And there was all this talk for the last week or two, however long it's been, that this would be a perfect thing to, to put on TV. And I completely agree with them, all right? But... And they're all saying, oh, this is fine, and this will work out. And who cares? Like, no one's going to care they get picked last. And just put this on TV, and this will be good TV. And I thought about it, and I was like, yeah, all right, it's fun. I like it. I'm, I'm okay with it. It's something different. Mix it up a little bit. It's, still, it's not going to make the game any better. It's not going to improve the, the actual All-Star game. But I don't know if they're trying to with this, but they're just trying to make it a little more intriguing, I guess, leading into it. So to make people, you know, try to at least start watching the game, maybe. And I'm all for it. It's great. It was a good idea. But but put it on TV. But here's my thing. Is is wait till like the day of or the day before even. All star wait for till All Star Weekend. Get everyone there. Get them on the court. And 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 have this 
uh, sort of like pregame lead-in, whether it's the night before or, or Friday night or, or Sunday, just right, right before the game, it even would be awesome. But I'll, I'll even take the day or two before, while it's during the whole weekend festivities, is get all the guys on the court and just line them up and have, have LeBron and Steph like a, opposite ends of like the three-point lines on the other side of the court and just start picking guys from the lineup and be like, you're on my team, you're on my team. I mean, it'd be better if, the, if, it's, if it's game time and they just pick the guys and then they go and then they play the game. Wouldn't, I think that would be kind of dope. Like, just here and now, pick a team, let's go, let's see what happens, ball out, and have fun. And instead, they make this whole thing, like, super secretive. And then everybody's worried. I guess maybe that the notion was is that the NBA was worried someone would be get all butthurt about this. And I'm taking Chris's wording there. Because I know he's not supposed to say it anymore, so I'm going to say it for him. But then all, everyone talking about this, I listened to a little bit of it. And I saw a few other people like, oh, you know, these guys are grown men. They're professionals. They play NBA. They're all all-stars. Why should they get hurt? Why should they get their feelings hurt about being picked last? Well, guess what happened? Russell Wells, Westbrook got thought he got picked last, which I think was a joke on Carmelo's part to tell him that he got picked last. Or they just didn't understand when they saw the roster, his name was last because it was alphabetically. But they told him he got picked last, and he was pissed. Pissed. That dude has got the biggest effing chip on his shoulder. Like, he can't stand. When Chris and I were talking about it, when Embiid, like, dunked on the other day, and all he did was, like, stare him down for the rest of the game. That guy cannot take any sort of adversity well, can he? He can't use it. He, I mean, I guess he uses it somehow, at some way, but it's like, dude, just who cares? But of course someone got their feelings hurt getting picked last. These guys are so competitive. And it's, a, it's kind of a popularity contest to some degree. That's why he hates Durant when he left. He takes it in so personally. Like, who gives an F? Seriously, that guy does but I think that would be part of the great drama if they did this and just picked him because that dude's last. And then let's see if he goes and balls out and see if he becomes all of a sudden. He's, the day of the game, your last man picked, yeah, I bet he's got something to prove and he's going to try to go for like MVP or whatever that game. That makes it a, little, a lot more interesting to me actually to watch that guy see if he goes, you know, game time on everybody. I don't know. I kind of like it. That's my idea. That's my thought. It's still, I mean, we still got, literally, this happened weeks ago. We're still, we're still, we haven't even played the game yet. <sighs> what else? NBA. I'm intrigued about, I always love a good tr NBA trade. Blake Griffin got traded last week. As we were doing the show, we didn't see it. And we noticed it after we did our show last week. I don't even know who won and lost the trade. I don't even care. But why is everyone saying that Blake Griffin and Andre Drummond can play well together? Isn't he just basically a bigger version of DeAndre Jordan? Didn't they have problems kind of working together down in the paint and around the basket and everything? And what's up with what's up with the Pistons owner? Dude. The dude was like, 
Did you see the Blake Rins first game? I don't even know if it was the start and they were in the huddle. And the dude just came on the court and in the huddle started like bro hugging. Bro hugging Blake Griffin and one of the other players. And they were like, dude, what are you doing? I think the guy was, he was drunk. Was a skunk. He might have been sitting some 40s of old E before the game or something. Because that guy was out of his mind. But I like, I like how you sign Blake Griffin to a big contract. And then four, six months later, you trade him. I like it. I like the move. Get rid of that contract. I don't think the guy's that great. He's not a difference maker for you. He's not going to do anything for the Pistons except for sell jerseys and make fans want to go to the game. That's the only reason why they traded for him, I think, right? Because if Van Gundy thinks he can win with that team and Blake Griffin, they might be a little more interesting, but they're still not a top five team in the, in the East. But like Chris says, I'll, I'll probably enjoy watching them a little bit more just to see this now, though. I think the Clippers did a good job. Get rid of it. Start over. Scrap it. Get rid of Doc. Get rid of Sun. Get rid of DeAndre Jordan. If you can get rid of whatever the, the Italian dude is. Danilo. Get rid of him. Get rid of everybody. Start over. Scrap it. Start over. Let Jerry West go to work. Let him do his thing. See if he can do it. See if he can build up the Clippers. The other thing I want to touch on, and I don't think I got time. Maybe we'll make this quick. Everyone keeps talking about LeBron leaving a free agency, potentially. And then there was news that Dan Gilbert, who owns the Cavs, might be looking to trade or uh, sell the team. And apparently now there's even reports maybe like around $3 billion? No, $2 billion, something like that. Something crazy and ridiculous. But anyway, I want to know if this actually team, if LeBron's on this team, is the team worth more? Because I think that's an interesting thing to, to think about and wonder about is the valuation of this team with LeBron is worth paying more for as a team. And if he's not, that really shows you the true value of a, of a player. And maybe it's only one player in the NBA who's, 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 who's able to do this. But they always, you know, you always hear people saying, um, you know, on the, if he was on the open market and without a salary cap and how much he brings to the team and his value and all that kind of stuff. I think this proves the point right here and now. Like, if he sells him before or after LeBron is on that team, I think, uh, I think you got something interesting to talk about there. And... Um, and, and, and seeing the valuation of, of a team and the, and the true worth of LeBron. Because that could be hundreds of millions of dollars uh, difference there in what that team is able to do or uh, sell for, potentially. So, anyway, uh, I got to go. Chris is in Vermont. We'll be back next week. L nothing, for nothing, Little Water Radio. Goodbye.